Welcome to another edition of the Stoutcast podcast. This time in West Sacramento, we are at Bike Dog Brewing. The logo says it all. It's a bike with a dog riding it. It's simple, it's beautiful, and um, it is the very reason why the Stoutcast exists because up until I ran across a Bike Dog Milk Stout at the local Piggly Wiggly, I did not know that anything besides Guinness existed particularly. And so once I discovered it, I said, I wonder if there are more, and lo and behold, there are. So Sage Smith and Pete Atwood are joining us along with Jorge Oseguera and Sage and Pete, thank you for producing something that helped this whole thing become a thing. So we are gonna start off with, uh, we have, uh, I believe six, and we're not gonna start off with one of yours. We're gonna go by alcohol content. We're gonna start off with the Milk Stout from Left Hand Brewing. I'm gonna pop that. With your left hand. With my left hand. And but uh, Jorge, would you mind pouring a little bit? And I will ask Sage or Pete, how did you guys get started and where are you at right now? In the grand scheme of things. We've been open now for uh, just over six years. And um, our brewing background is um, essentially was in the backyard. You know, back when the, the craft beer scene was sort of exploding, we jumped in the game. Um, as far as the Milk Scout was concerned, if you if you want to talk about that, going back sure, here, go ahead. Um, it was really interesting. I had never I had never heard of a Milk Scout before. I had no idea. And uh, before, uh, right, right around the time I was home brewing, my brother got me one of those uh, home brew of the month things where they ship you, you know, a, you get a, like a case of beer, you know, once a month for a couple months, something like that. And I saw this thing, I was like, what's this milk stout thing? I've never even heard of that before. So I put it on the shelf, I didn't think about it for a while, and then one day I decided to just try it, and it was, it blew me away. I think this particular milk stout was from the Midwest somewhere. And then I, no, no. It was not left hand, but uh, it was it was it was you know something I'd never heard of before. But I was super intrigued by the style and the flavor uh, and the mouthfeel and just everything about it. And so uh, I just started practicing uh, creating milk stouts uh, in the backyard. And then um, when we when we opened up the brewery in 2013, it was it was our it was the milk, it was the stout that we preferred to go with because uh, nobody else in the region was was doing one. No, and it was absolutely, it was one of the very few that you could get, even just like three years ago. I mean, now like stouts are exploding and every brewery locally now has one, but like three years ago, that wasn't the case. And so these are the guys that were on the frontier of stouts, much like Sierra Nevada was on the frontier of Sierra Nevada. So um, we want to start with the first one, the Milk Stout from Left Hand Brewing. It is in a purple can. This is not the nitro that um, you may be used to seeing. Uh, purple can with a handprint on a cow, and of course the left hand, the red and the white logo. It is roasted malt with coffee notes, 6% alcohol by volume, and I'm sure, I know you're familiar, Sage, with uh, left hand, and just what are you expecting from this brewery and from this beer? Um, thinking that it's gonna finish with a little sweetness, um, have some roasty characters, chocolate, kind of stouty, <laughs> stout-esque, stout-like. All right, so I've taken a sip. I'll give the first review, I think. Yeah, I'm, def I'm getting the coffee. 
a little bit more than the nitro, which also has coffee and chocolate in it, but this one's a, it's not on nitro, so it has that CO2, which some people like. Do you have a preference? Um, I think the, the, the nitro brings out that just creaminess and it's quite nice. I think I'd rather this beer be on nitro. I I, uh, I agree. It's good. Um, it's got a it's got a nice taste. It's it's pretty well balanced. The coffee comes through. Um, I'm not. It just kind of lingers a little weird. It's not it's not as creamy as you might expect, especially um, being spoiled by the by the milk style. But but I like it. I give it a. I think I'd give, start off with a very good. Jorge. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I would rate it as a very good as well. I like the sweetness that comes through on this. It um, it has a nice smell of coffee. I think with a little higher alcohol content than the uh, nitro milk stout. Um, I think it it's very drinkable. Now, this is not the first time you've had it. You've... It is not. I, I may have stolen a can from you the other day when I went over your house. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Um, so, Pete, um, I didn't give you the rating system. It's excellent, <laughs> very good, good, fair, poor cat, as in would not serve it to said animal. It's a very well executed stout, definitely. At first, I was getting a hit of chocolate on, on the on the front, and then it the coffee kind of settles in after, and then it it's not overly sweet or cloying, and so that that lactose doesn't quite you know sit on you too much, you know. Uh, so I, I think it's a very well executed beer. Very good. Very good. Okay, fantastic. And Sage, um, I would say it's very good as well. All right, fantastic. All right, we have one down. Let us go with Mammoth. The Mammoth logo, as they all are, are wildly colorful. And I believe Jorge even looked up some information about it, so we'll let him talk about that. Uh, Midnight Sun Brewing Company, uh, the Mammoth Extra Stout, woolly beer for the last frontier. I guess that is a, do we think that's a Mammoth? A woolly mammoth? Uh, yeah, I believe okay. so. All right, a woolly mammoth with a bikini-clad redhead and a volcano and God knows what else. Let's see if it tells what's in it. That's always nice. We like that when the label um, uh, says what's in the beer. Dark and full-bodied mammoth extra stout offers a nice blanket of warm and fuzzy flavors. Especially uh, malts give the mammoth brew a complex palate while hops provide well-rounded balance. Other than that... 7.8% alcohol by volume, brewed and bottled in Anchorage, Alaska. So let's drink or dump what you have left, or you got, you're open. And Jorge, uh, do you find anything interesting about it online? Um, basically what you just read to us, unfortunately. Uh, so I don't have anything to add to that. Well, that's good. This will be a part of the program that we edit out, and yeah. it will be like it never happened. Yeah, it's exactly the same. All right. Um, that, that's one thing. What do you guys do, or how do you feel about labeling as far as, like, what you tell people about the beer that they're about to consume if they have no idea what they just picked up? Sage? Sure. A lot of times uh, the label these days isn't even ready until the beer is done. So you may not have even truly tasted the beer um, while you're describing it and putting it on a label. So um, we try to be fairly... Uh, presumptuous about what it's going to taste like um, and uh, and the way we, we figure that out is kind of the characteristics of the hops, the malt that are going into there. Um, 
with a stout like this, I think you you can probably uh, go with the ingredients that you're you are putting in there, and um, I think uh, I think you should tell people generally what the beer is going to taste like. I, think I, I always appreciate that. Yeah, it helps. Um, I, I think you can you you don't have to be super clever or uh, with it. Um, I see a lot of breweries put two to three words tops and that kind of works so it works a lot better than this meandering long thing prose written by someone who's spent a good deal of time in the dorm room maybe with um, too much marijuana um, by his side um, trying to create something creative um, all right so who's had one who wants to go first um, I had a taste so far and I think it's a, it's a little bit on the jammy side for me you know um, which is which is nice. It's not over overpowering. Uh, I think you know those those flavors of uh, coffee and 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 the sweetness come through pretty well. I think it's well balanced. I would I would rate it very good. Pete, um, this one is this one has an interesting aroma because <clears throat> I, I I'm not getting anything in particular. I'm not getting something specific like roast or chocolate. Uh, characteristic of a stout. It's, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure what I'm, what I'm, what I'm getting on on the on the aroma here. Um, definitely, definitely roasty. Now, now that I've had a sip of it, uh, I'm starting to. It's a little confusing at first, and then and then definitely the roasted malt kind of starts to come through. Uh, towards the end there. You look like a man that's confused and perplexed. Um, I I like the I like the taste originally. I'm almost thinking it's it, it's going to lead me somewhere else, like uh, towards um, like a sweet uh, barrel aged, but it doesn't. It goes the opposite, and then it kind of comes off bitter. And so I don't taste that roastiness originally. So I wonder if that's the hops that's just creating the bitterness at the end. But I like it less the longer it's in my mouth, and that's not a good thing. So. I kind of like it. It starts off very good, and then it kind of goes down to good, and then meh. Um, I'm, I don't know, it's still better than IPA, but is that really saying anything? <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go. I think Sage wants to say that. I'm going to go, I'm going to go fair to good. It starts off good, and then it goes, it goes downhill. Sage. I'm, I'm. I get a like some cherry and some berry on the on the nose, um, kind of a sharp sweetness, um, and then. Uh, but I find I find the the mouthfeel to be fairly thin and um, less great. So I would say fair. All right, Pete. I'll ditto. I'll ditto your your. Uh, the, the good to fair. Starts yeah. off good. Right, yeah, <laughs> it goes right. downhill. All right. Uh, we generally have a prohibition against the words mouthfeel because it makes you sound like a snob. Uh, um, what? <laughs> much to Jorge's chagrin. <laughs> so how would you describe what your what the feel of your mouth? <laughs> thin, thin or thick or somewhere in the middle. Okay. The uh, feeling that it left in my mouth uh, was thin. Outstanding. So now let's get to the good stuff. Pete's already previewed us on this one, correct? This is the milk. This is the double milk. This is the double milk. All right. So, How do you get from milk to double milk? You add more alcohol. 
That sounds like a good thing. <laughs> yeah, this one is it's it is um, literally uh, uh, the exact recipe, uh, but doubled uh, for the alcohol content. So it goes from four and a half, well, a little bit more. So it's about four and a half up to eight and a half percent. And then how do you go about doing that? Uh, literally, just just double of everything. Um, you, you may have to you may have to balance some of the, the the darker malts, the chocolate and the and the roasted malts a little bit. But um, and what flavors am I going to experience? What can I expect? Uh, this is a chocolate bomb. I literally cannot explain it any more than that. It's it's. So we uh, should expect a little bit of chocolate. You're going to get some serious chocolate on this one. Dark chocolate, like uh, milk chocolate. Uh, <laughs> sexual chocolate? Uh, wh whatever you want. Whatever, whatever you want. Whatever you want. All right. Or a smelling. It's got a really interesting flavor right off the top. Which, that would be the chocolate, I'm assuming. It's, it's, it's extremely creamy. Uh, the lactose is really, I mean, it really uh, feels thick <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> Fantastic. Valmundenkite is also an acceptable term because it's German. Valmundenkite. Okay, it's I'll leave uh, that to you. one of the previous episodes uh, out of uh, Carson City uh, Brewery there. Fox Tap Room. That was the guy New German. He's like, yeah, it's uh, it's not it's it's Valmundenkite. I'm like, okay, so we went with that. That's actually the name of the episode. Jorge, what do you think? I like it. I like it a lot. I think it's uh, very good. You know, I, I know this is supposed to be a chocolate bomb, but I, I don't think the chocolate is overpowering in this. It's I think it's really well balanced, and you know, it does have obviously some chocolate notes to it, but uh, I think it's really easy to drink. So you know, I wouldn't mind a pint of this at all. On the scale. Uh, very good. I uh, I like it. What's how, what did you put in it? What are you thinking in order to finish it? Because the finish is much nicer than the than the mammoth uh, from uh, Midnight Sun. <clears throat> do you go for sweet? Do you want to try to make it? Do you want to try to cut it off? Do you want it to linger a little bit? What was your thought on this one? Uh, I wasn't really thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> how it was going to finish. Um, it, it, it was literally, uh, the concept for this beer was literally just to create a higher alcohol version of the milk stout that we had already had. So why don't you go back to the, the concept of the milk stout. Did we want a, a sweet finish on the milk stout? This is just something to sort of point out is that you know, lactose, lactose is not it's not like cane sugar, it, and it's not like your, the typical sugars that you're used to in like a candy bar or a soft drink or something like that, or, or high, high fructose corn syrup. Lactose sugar is uh, it's sort of a different animal. It's unfermentable versus sugars like fructose. Uh, so the, uh, our friend Jerry just popped in. I could tell. Uh, <laughs> By the way, he was doing just, a really just, good a really good impersonation of a mime. It was very impressive. <laughs> uh, where was I? You were Let's talking about, the, about just how about uh, finishing. You know, not to be a snob or anything, but uh, it does contribute to a mouthfeel. It does have a certain type. It is a type of sweetness, but it is not the sweetness of, you know, the average person uh, um, gets off of, you know, uh, food or, or, or most beverages. 
I, I, um, I guess I expect it to be sweeter than it is, but I appreciate the balance and I appreciate the finish. It's, it's an interesting finish to me in that it's not really hoppy, but there is a little bit of finish there. And it's a little, it's a little acerbic. Um, and so, yeah, no, I like it though. I think, um, I think it's uh, good to, to very good. I, um, and again, this is, this is the double version of the one that started it all. So it has a special place in my heart. All right, one that has no place in my heart whatsoever is the Victory, and that's up next. It is the Storm King, and it has like, what would we say that is? Would you say that's an owl? Yes. All right, it's an owl on the front, V for Victory in red, Storm King, Imperial Stout. Let's see if the labeling helps us out at all with the contents. A thundering hop presence makes Bob Moffat already wish that he had bought something different. No, that's not what it says. Collides with massive espresso and dark chocolate notes in this robust and full-bodied imperial stout. 9.1% by volume. Victory Brewing Company, Downington, Pennsylvania. Just in case you're near Uppington, Pennsylvania and you want to stop by. So Victory is available out on the West Coast. I see the Storm King out and about on occasion. I can smell the hops from Pete's glass. What do you guys think about the Sierra Nevada stouts? I grew up on you know, Sierra Nevada Porter and Sierra Nevada Stout and you know, it's it, it's it's you know, it's, it's the model. It's the model that you know, the young brewers in, back in my day. It was the model that the young brewers, you know, went to, uh, you know, to try to you know attain attain that level of you know quality and just everything. As far as the stout goes, do you is it one of your? Do you like it? I mean, it seems to me it's as both of them that I've tried to seem to be quite hoppy. Is that is that something? Do you like it? It's okay if you don't, or okay. <laughs> I, I, I do like it. Um, it you know, it, it, it's like everything else. It's all about preference. Um, you know, if, if, if you if you like hops, I, I do like hops. You know, I, I know you're not a, a huge fan of them, but, um, you know, if you do like them, then that might be a more appealing style for you versus um, something that is less hoppy. Well, and I'm just asking you to just to gauge this so people kind of have an idea as to what your palate is coming into this. Um, it's really interesting, I think. I get the hops at the beginning, but I don't get that bitter, horrible, hoppy thing that I detest. And then it goes kind of through waves, and then it kind of comes out the other side with the hoppy aftertaste, which I dislike. Jorge? I think it's uh, good. Not very good, but good. Good, yeah. Uh, what do you think about the hops component? Uh, it, it is a little bit on the hoppy side, but I think it's easy to drink. Um, and again, this is this is one that to me has a little bit more of a, a jammy note to it. Um, you smell a little bit of those berries coming through. Um, I don't think that's one of the things that was in the tasting notes that was on the bottle, but uh, that's what comes across to me. Sage, yeah, I'm getting quite a bit of a lingering bitterness. Um, uh, kind of akin to espresso, um, but I think it's it is kind of veering away a little bit from the the chocolate and going a little towards the hot bitterness. 
Um, I'd say it's good. Um, it's very thick. I don't know if I would want much more than a taster of this. Uh, it seems like a sharer. Good sharer. Yeah. Pete? Yeah, I would, I would echo uh, the last couple of comments. Um, it's, it's definitely has a, that lingering bitterness. Um, you, you, you get the hops all the way through the taste. And uh, especially after waiting a few seconds after drinking, I'm, I'm going to be tasting this one for a while unless I, unless I can cleanse my palate somehow. So this one, this one definitely finished a little high on gravity, and it's, uh, it's a little thick. It does encourage you to drink more, which I guess is a, is a good thing. So, all right, so we've got a, a good, 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 good. I'm going to, I like, I, I sort of, I really am intrigued by the way it starts. I'm not so crazy about the way it ends, but I think it delivers as promised, which is also, we give, we give credit for that, uh, especially if we can tell what they're promising, which is another reason why beer labeling is important. Um, if we don't know what you're promising and then we have it and then we're like, God, what is this? Well, then what does that do for me if I'm shocked and not in a good way? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, say, I'd say good for taste and probably fair for the finish. But, um, yeah, it's not, uh, after the description, it's not, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. So I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, now, this is the, um, tell me about this one. This is yours. Yes, this is the, uh, the Babaris. Which is the acronym for uh, badass, uh, badass barrel aged uh, Russian Imperial Stout. I like it. All right, tell me about it. What's in it? What did you do to it? Okay, so this is a uh, it's a ten and a half percent Imperial Stout uh, aged in. Um, this was blended from different uh, bourbon barrels, and I don't recall the the specific barrels we use for this one. Uh, do you remember do. Sage? So we used uh, High West was the main, and then we had some, um, a couple other barrels, Four Roses uh, and Jack Daniels Sinatra barrels um, that we used to uh, blend. Sinatra? I'm not familiar with it. Uh, it's, a, it's like one of their sub labels. It's like a premium label. And what should we expect right off? Just I, as soon as we put it up to our face, and we, we get a whiff, and then and then go down. You're you're gonna you're gonna get you got oak. You're gonna get oak, a, a big punch in the face of oak, and then followed by uh, uh, there's gonna be a lot of vanilla in there from the oak. Uh, <clears throat> tons of chocolate malt, black malt, roasted malt, uh, crystal malts. Uh, various types. Um, it's a it's a big bold. It, it's a it's a sit by the fire and and have a good night um, when the rain's coming down and cozy little nightcap. That is really interesting. Jorge's thinking, brow is furrowed. He's he's shaking it around. He's contemplating. Now he's smelling it again. I. Uh, I'm, I can definitely say I've not had something that tasted quite like this. This, a is, a, this is a unique animal. A lot of bourbon in this one. I, what, the fruitiness that I'm getting, is that from the vanilla? Or is that just me being... Um, uh, that, that, that could be a, a, 
a product of fermentation. Um, you know, the, with, with, with these large... It may, be a, it may be an improper adjective to describe what's going on in my mouth right now. Because, yeah, fruitiness, yeah. With, with these with these high alcohol beers, there's 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 a lot going on. There's a lot of uh, a lot of alcohols, um, and uh, those alcohols change over time, especially when they've been sitting in a barrel. Uh, and they they do tend to mellow out, um, and it, it sort of allows some of these other flavors uh, <clears throat> to sort of pop out. Um, as far as like the the berry, the berry you're probably getting from a, from fermentation from the malt. Um, Maybe maybe some from the oak as well. I mean, it's just it's just a complicated. It's a very complicated beer. There's that a lot is, going on there. That is an understatement. This is this is a little bit of taste bud wonderment. Jorge, have you wrapped your head around it? A little bit. To me, uh, you know, this is going to sound a little strange, but what comes across to me is almost like a, a, a ripe banana uh, smell to it. Um, you know, like when when uh, a banana starts to really you know, ripen and you you are, are ready to make some banana bread out of it. Um, that's 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 something that that comes to the nose for me. I love and banana bread. I did yeah. not get that, but no? that's okay. Keep going. All right, all right. Um, the the alcohol comes through. Um, it's it's strong. Um, I can't say that this would be uh, something that I would want to drink a full pint of. Uh, this is this this would be one that I'd want to probably share and have a tasting of. Um, and so I would probably rate it good to fair. I I think this is. I think the mix that you accomplished here, and knowing that that's what you were going for, um, the finish is great on it. It's what's the alcohol on it? Ten. Ten and a half. There's like, really no. There's not that heat coming from the alcohol for me. I'm just getting this mix of flavors and it's crazy and I'm like what is this and then I'm trying to figure it out and and that's I mean this is a this is a, a what is it a bet say it again Babaris. Babaris. this is a Babaris magical thrill ride I uh, I'm just I'm kind of mind blown by it which I think gives extra points I'd have to go at least very good if not excellent just because you've created something entirely unique it's got a great finish it's not overly boozy um, but it's it's got it's got all the it's got all the ingredients I uh, hats off nice nicely done I uh, I, I kind of wish we'd saved it for last but we've got the what have we figured out what this is you want to talk about bad labeling yeah do you guys want to rate your own beer you sure? All right. I'm guessing it's an excellent. And it, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, we have Cycle Brewing. Uh, this is the 2018 Wednesday, and we know it has uh, maple and cinnamon, maple, cinnamon, vanilla, and a chili pepper. And this one's got some alcohol on it, so it's 11 percent. 11 percent. So it should. It should last. So this is a gift from episode one and two co-host Nick Miller. The great Nick Miller. The great Nick Miller. Well, that definitely, that smells like 
It smells like what you'd expect from a from a barrel aged. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around the last one. That was that was that's something. That really is something. Oh wow. <laughs> All right, Jorge. You don't like it. I like it. I, I, I actually like the flavor. I think it's pretty good. Um, I, and I really like the smell of it. I think the, the aromas coming off of it are really good. Um, it's definitely on the, on the sweet side. Um, the, the maple comes just shining through. Maple, and then maple is very strong. The cinnamon. I don't, I don't get the peppers too much. I got the I got the chili in there a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You get a little bit of spice going on there. Um, as as it's going down, the spice kind of starts to pop out. Yeah, I feel like the cinnamon's right there and the, right on the back end. That cinnamon turns into more of like a Mexican uh, hot chocolate, where the where the pepper's in there. Wow, that's that's something. It's that's a totally thing. different. It's a totally different experience. It's more, much more of what you'd expect from, from barrel aged. Um, but with the, I think with the maple and the peppers, it adds not only it adds that sweetness, but it also adds the heat. I got I'm trying to think of anything wrong with it. You're, Say, you're, you're, you're a bit of a lightweight when it comes to heat. So I'm pretty sure the pepper comes through pretty, pretty strong. Just because I asked for tacos <laughs> without any onions? What? 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 Why? I mean, this 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 is like the 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 trend in big stouts these days. It's the pastry stout. It's sweet. It's got 17 flavors, and it's all they're all walloping you over the tongue. Um, you know, it's just a lot. It's a lot to kind of process, and um, you know, I it tastes really great. I probably don't want more than three or four ounces, just because it's super high on alcohol. And uh, it's just my my cup of tea is is on the other table. This one, um, a lot of people really love this style, and I'm just not quite there. It's um, it's it tastes great. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, I just don't totally enjoy drinking these sweet. For for your enjoyment, um, give it a grade, and then for what they were trying to provide, then give it a grade. And sometimes we've gone like fair to very good because fair i don't like it but very good because they nailed what they were promising i, I think both of them are 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 good to very good um i i think for both of them I, they're there i just don't want any more <laughs> fair enough pete <laughs> uh so pete on pete so uh so I think that this beer is very good for what it is, and but uh, I, I think my main criticism, actually probably my own, my only criticism is, is like, why did you even make this a barrel aged stout? Because I don't get, I'm not really getting a lot of the oak, and I'm not really getting a lot of the the flavors from the bourbon from the barrel itself, uh, because it is. It is it is really sweet and it is there's just there's like all these like it just it's annihilating my palate with all these different flavors uh, you know the vanilla the cinnamon you know the, the pepper is like aren't you glad my, I saved my, it till last uh, it's, it, it, no it's <clears throat> and like Sage said uh, it's um, 
you know, a couple of ounces of this is is fine. That's great. Uh, but you know, it, it, it is it, it's overwhelming. But what what they what what they set out to do, they executed perfectly. Um, and, and it's a very good beer for what it is. Yeah, you very good. Yes. And just to be clear, like this is the style that that breweries are going for these days, like. And that consume that consumer in this in this type of thing, in this type of pastry, that, pastry super sweet thing. Super, yeah, consumers are of this the kind of hype machine. I, I don't mean to call like the the consumers of these like hype beasts, but but you just did. But, 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 it, it, but, it, but it all it all feeds into that, and and this I would think would be very popular with that because it is like everything that that. That they, it seems to be that they're looking for sweet, great flavors, good mixture of it, um, and high alcohol. Well, and that's the like anything. I mean, after a while, you're going to end up with lemonade flavored whatever, so that whoever's drinking it doesn't have to know that they're actually drinking alcohol. And that's I think what they've got here. I for what they promised, I think they delivered. I really can't find much of anything particularly wrong with it. Um, I, I like the taste. Uh, I like maple. Um, the peppers are nicely balanced and I um, it just it's probably a little sweet, a little too sweet for me. so I'd, I'd probably go very good to excellent. Jorge? Yeah, I think I would rate it very good. Um, this isn't something that I would order uh, necessarily a, as a full pint, but you know two or three ounces I think would be just fine. You know, as a nice tasting, but I think for what they were shooting for, I think they nailed it. I think it, it uh, its flavors are really robust, and um, and and they accomplished what they were what they were looking for. And so, uh, for those that really like a strong, you know, syrupy maple, uh, you know, stout, then then this would be the beer for them. Great final grade. Very good. Okay. That's going to do it. We had six, and the final two were confounding and confusing and, and really, really good. And one of them was yours, so thank you for that. And thank you for listening. And just a reminder, if you're listening on iTunes or Podcastify or Google Play or TuneIn or wherever you find podcasts, we want to thank you. But remind you that there's also a beer list and a best of list. So when you're at the local Piggly Wiggly and you want to pick up a, a stout then you can you can see which which ones we've ranked the highest and kind of judge by what our judges have have given them so thanks again and uh we'll catch you next time on the stoutcast at stoutcast.com oh